everyone this is latasha blanton from the real south africa travel and tourism you're going to have the opportunity to travel with phil scott to sunny south africa you guys are going to have the opportunity to come to johannesburg and you guys are going to be coming to durban and we're going to set it up perfectly it's going to be like a luxury experience for you guys at the same time you're going to be getting some culture and of course you're going to get an opportunity to talk to phil hang out with phil and get his views on africa and south africa you're also going to get an opportunity to explore the lifestyles here that are available in South Africa. And we're going to do all that for you in an amazing 10 days. We do hope that you go to the website and book because we do look forward to seeing you here. Absolutely. Our website is therealsouthafrica.com. Go there, scroll down. You'll see a picture of Phil and just go ahead and book there. So we'll see you here in what we like to call sunny, sunny South, South Africa. Africa. An Eritrean woman by the name of Sarong Getacho revealed some of the horror stories that our brothers and sisters have to live through. These stories mostly happen in Libya and she shared her experience, what she went through when she was traveling through Libya. That's an area or a country most immigrants use in order for them to leave their countries to maybe go to Europe or America. They use that route in order for them to escape whatever circumstance or situation they're trying to run away from. We already know some of the horror stories because we've heard them, but honestly the stories that she shared are quite disturbing. I'm not even sure if we can post here some of the stuff that she expressed and talked about but I'll show you a little bit of what she talked about. Maybe you can go to her own page and watch the rest of the video but watch this clip we'll come back and discuss. My brother had to pay two thousand dollar for my ransom. I got sold to three different men and that's how I ended up being $2,000. You know, I was a bit more expensive because here's the thing I've seen where there's a, it's not a black market, but it's just a market. And they would make um, Africans, you know, that they call us donkeys. They always called us donkeys. So they call them donkeys. And, you know, they would make them stand and they're betting money on them. CNN or BBC, they, it, it got released, it got licked. You know, it's like uh, you're going to buy like a, a chicken or something in a market where you're picking and choosing which one do you want to have. Like, that's how bad it is. And for girls, uh, oh, something in my eye. And for the girls, you know, you're just a sex slave. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of people saying like, um, for me to explain. So what I can say is so many other Eritreans that I met there when they asked them, they all say it's the problem in Eritrea. I'm not going to lie. I went to Eritrea in 2014. There is no water. Okay. The water goes off. There is no electric city. The electric goes out. So it's a full blackout. Okay. You can't get a normal job. There, there isn't a job. You get it. And a lot of the families that are in Eritrea now, the way they are surviving is because we Eritreans that are like, like, for example, let's say my mom is in Eritrea. I send her money. That's how she will be able to leave. You get it. So even the immigrants that are in Europe or in America, they're sending money back home to their family. Uh, 
there's no like universities and stuff there's few colleges but the government decides for you which which line you're going to be working in because i have a cousin that studied to be a doctor and now she's a nurse okay she never wanted to be one but she is so there's so much things that's happening in eritrea i can't speak for ethiopia because i'm not from there i haven't been from there uh, i haven't been there i can't speak for somali people because I'm not from there and I haven't been in Somalia, so I can't speak for their issues to why they're going that path. But for me, as Sarun Gitacho, when I started that path, I was given a wrong information, like everything is safe, nothing happens. Uh, in the desert, it's just four days. In the water, it's four hours. Like in a week, like everything goes smooth, like nothing will happen. Everything started happening as soon as I left, you get it? And I remember... I remember calling my brother and I was crying. I was crying. I was like, oh my God, they're torturing people. I don't know what to do. People are screaming like grown men are screaming for their mom, you know. A lot of people, this word, yimma, got stuck in my head because that's what most people were screaming, yimma, their mom. And and my brother was like, no, no, Sara, like focus. Like you need to make sure you get out alive. You're in danger now. And... Yeah, and I did, you know, I'm out. Some of the stories that she shared are just out of this world. You sit down and think, how cruel can people be towards their own people? Because this is happening in Africa soil. And unfortunately, most people don't even make it out. The sad part is, and we've talked about this so many times before, is that they sell our people lies they tell them that everything is going to be okay it's a safe route you can take it and you can get where you want to go which is mostly europe and they lie to them and they take their money because these people pay money in order to go through that route so they pay their money and then they're there and then now they're facing traffickers they're facing smugglers and they now have to pay again and again some people have to pay four or five times because after they escape this person the other one will hold them hostage and they have to pay they have to find a way to pay in order for them to now leave that person or break free this is just horrific i don't have any other word to describe what this young lady and so many more africans go through in order to pass through either the desert or the mediterranean sea to get to europe because they have been told a lie. We have been sold a dream that doesn't exist. And then you don't even make it out alive or with your sanity intact. Such a sad story, such horrifying information to have. But she's right. We need to make noise and we need to expose this so that someone out there, like our governments, like the African Union, can do something about it because their lives matter. It does just because it's hidden or just because people choose not to talk about it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and we need to talk about it and we need to find solutions for these people. Anyways fam, let us know down below what your thoughts are about this. I am Ongil Zalalem. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.